everyone to Potential Awaits. My name is Sue Wedsworth, your host, coach, and professor that founded Worth Results to help people maximize their potential and achieve what they want out of life. Today, we're going to talk about fear. So, I'd love to insert a Vincent Price laugh here, but put away all your distractions and focus on today's lesson because this podcast class is now in session. What is fear? Fear is one of the most basic human emotions. It's programmed into our nervous system, and from birth, we are equipped with the survival instincts necessary to respond when we sense danger or start to feel unsafe. That makes fear a very powerful emotion, and we're hardwired to remember fear the most. That's one of the reasons why people feel that fear makes a great motivator. Well, it may be a good short-term motivator, but it isn't sustainable. Because of that link between our feelings and our nervous system, when we become afraid, we release cortisone and adrenaline to help the body prepare for the potential threat. However, our DNA was made based on what was happening thousands of years ago when man-eating dinosaurs and other creatures attacked us on the daily. Well, we're not living in that era anymore, and we don't have those dangers. But what we do have are learned fears and stressors. In addition to this nature-nurture argument I'm presenting, as a child, we were taught to fear things. We were told no by our parents when we went to do something dangerous in their mind or told don't because you'll get hurt. If you watched A Christmas Story, everyone told Ralphie he would shoot his eye out if he got a Red Ryder BB gun. Ralphie didn't believe that, and I won't spoil the movie for any of you, but I think you may see my point. Psychological research on babies in fear show newborns being put on a glass partition several feet above the floor, and a significant majority of them were perfectly happy to lay on the glass looking down and having fun. It isn't until someone tells us of the danger of falling that we become afraid. Now, I'm afraid of heights. I don't recall anyone telling me to be afraid of heights, but I did fall downstairs a lot as a child. And yes, you may be thinking that explains a lot. But I do clearly remember my first time being afraid of heights. I was a young girl and I was standing on a scaffold in my living room. Yes, now I know that sounds weird, but just stay with me. I was about six to eight feet off the ground, and the scaffold was put by the stairs. I was helping my dad install the ceiling fan. Most of the time I spent looking up, waiting for wires to come out of the ceiling. My dad was in the attic, and he was fishing the wires down through to me. After that was done, I remember looking down at the ground and down the stairs, and I had a complete sense of terror come over me. So much so, I needed to get off that scaffold as soon as possible, and sit down on the couch, where I became as white as a sheet. My dad came running down the stairs, yelling at me, asking what I was doing sitting there. My mom came running over, and all of a sudden, my parents realized, as I did, I was terrified. Since that day, I'm not afraid of falling down the stairs, but falling from high heights? Yes. Did my parents seem concerned and even fearful when I fell down those stairs? Yes, I remember that. Now, interestingly enough, my girlfriend made comments to me when her children would fall. She didn't make a big deal out of it. She actually used to laugh because she felt if a child sees the parent fearful, then sure enough, the child will react accordingly. Now, at the time, I thought, wow, how cold is that? But 
I was babysitting her daughter one day, and lo and behold, she fell down the stairs. Now, my normal reaction was to go over to her and go, oh my God, are you okay? But I stopped as I saw her looking at me to see how she thought I was reacting, to see how she could she should feel. And I stopped myself, and I smiled at her, and I started to giggle. Now, I was doing that through a clenched smile, but then I said, yeah, you're okay, aren't you? And the child who for a second, looked like she was going to burst out into tears, stopped and smiled. She picked herself up, rubbed her knees, and went off to play as happy as ever. As soon as she left the room, I let off a deep breath and went, whew, to myself. But, you know, there's a perfect example of taught fears. The second aspect of fear in today's society is stress. Stress is a similar reaction within the body where cortisone and adrenaline are released to help fight the anticipated stressor from having a negative effect on the body. But what is the larger concern today is long-term stress. We have become used to dealing with stress-filled days, day in and day out, that it's becoming second nature to be stressed. The problem with that is that the long-term effects of stress can expose us to heart attacks, strokes, or even dementia. So what does all this mean to you? We're hardwired, and in some cases, used to fear. But if you were taught to be afraid, you can be taught to control your fears and as such, control your stress. For some people, our jobs provide a large level of stress. A friend of mine who just recently retired, when I asked him how he was enjoying his retirement, he said, oh, the freedom and no stress is amazing. Now, that's just a mindset because I'm not retired and I feel exactly the same way. The freedom and stress, lack of stress is amazing. But for many, job stress is very common. A number of years ago, I started to see my husband getting in a bad mood on Sundays At first, I didn't think that much of it, but after seeing that happen repeatedly week after week, I realized he was stressing over the fact that the next day he had to go to work. Because of that, it affected his mood and his behavior on Sunday. Now, he didn't know why his mood turned sour every Sunday, and I certainly did, but eventually, I just accepted it and thought, well, that's just Sunday. Sunday stressing is becoming more and more prevalent. People subconsciously start to stress over what is to come to help prepare themselves for the oncoming week. And as such, that stress causes a negative change in their body, in their behavior, and doesn't allow you to enjoy the moment. One of my relatives actually had to request taking Mondays off for years as a sick leave measure to help with her stress management. Do you find yourself not enjoying Sundays as much as you used to? Well, there are some things you can do to help with that. First, plan your upcoming week on Friday. Part of the reason why we become fearful of the oncoming week is lack of control of what the week will bring. So if you plan out your week on Friday, you will feel more in control and your stress will not impact you as much on Sunday. Second, If you feel yourself getting stressed because you are feeling overwhelmed in your job, then create a to-do list daily. Having a to-do list will allow you to focus on what you need to do and reduce that fear of feeling overwhelmed or out of control. I like to use this example to help draw a parallel. Picture this. 
Let's say you're on a beach at the edge of a big lake looking out over the water and you're thinking, how am I going to get across that? That looks pretty scary, doesn't it? And there's no boat around, so all that water. It can be pretty intimidating. Just like your week coming up. It can seem intimidating. Stop thinking about how you're going to get across that lake or get across that week. Just look down at your feet. At your feet, you just see a little bit of water. That isn't so scary. The water's just coming up to your feet, and it's pretty easy to step into. So, just step into the water. Nothing bad has happened. You just started to do what you needed to do, right? Now, just think of one task you can do. You just do that one step. That's it. When you're done that step, you take another and then another. Focusing on the steps, not the entire lake or entire week, will find yourself getting what you need to do with very little stress and reduce the feeling of being overwhelmed. In other words, the fear. Third, just breathe. As you're becoming fearful of the days or weeks ahead, again, your body thinks something is going to attack you and starts to release those hormones. Long, controlled breaths will help your body relax. Meditation is the combination of breathing and releasing stressful thoughts, just allowing your body to totally relax and produce relaxing images to replace those stressing images will de-stress you. Whether it's on Sunday or Monday morning, take some time to relax and breathe. Another is to have a healthy exercise and diet program. We all know that exercise will release stress, so do something that involves being active and fun on Sunday. But diet is very important for controlling stress. You are what you eat. So if you're eating so-called comfort food to de-stress you, that can actually cause you to stress more than healthier foods. Take it from someone who used to stress eat. I would go and get a chai latte from Starbucks when I needed to relax. And with an average of 300 plus calories from that, it can add unnecessary pounds. But even though I wanted a chai latte or junk food thinking I had a crappy day, so I'm going to eat chips or chocolate or my chai to make myself feel better, it didn't help. It actually made me feel worse. When your body is stressed, it will actually need healthier carbs and protein to help your body de-stress. So eating more healthy prepares your body not to stress than helping calm your body for a short time frame. And don't think having an alcoholic drink will work either. Many people use alcohol to de-stress, and just like comfort food, it will actually make you feel worse because alcohol is a depressant, and it's just a short-term Band-Aid. In fact, it's an addictive Band-Aid. Lastly, maybe you're thinking about your job on Sunday because you're worried about the money you need to make. Again, fear of debt and money is very common. So, what do you do? Control your thinking. If you're allowing yourself to be stressed or worried about money, making money, paying the bills, keeping everyone happy, then that's exactly what's going to happen day in and day out. When you're stressed or afraid, you can't see the positives or opportunities as a way to help you. It's the possibilities you need to think about, not what makes you afraid or worried. There are many things you can do to help reduce stress, which is basically a modern version of fear in the body and mind. But one of the best things I can suggest is talk to a personal development coach. 
It wasn't until I talked to my coach that I started to learn what I was doing. The stress eating, the avoidance issues to combat my stress and depression, it helped me see the patterns with the Sunday stressors in both myself and my husband. I started to enjoy my weekends, free of stress from what the oncoming week was going to provide, and it made me more effective to deal with the stress better during the week. In the end, it made me happier than I thought was possible because it was the spark that changed my life. If you want to talk about your stressors or fears, connect with me via my website at worthresults.com. That's it for today. Thanks so much for listening. I know there's a lot of choices out there, and I'm so happy you spent your time with me. If you like what you're here, be sure to subscribe so you never miss a lesson. If you want to talk about your own story or have a special question to be answered next time, head over to worthresults.com and connect with me. I would love to hear from you. See you next time.